the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by Coors Light. You know what Coors Light is. It's the best. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And we're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app now. And we're brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And finally, make sure to download that SGPN app, your home for all our free picks and podcasts. Let's get going. And welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. And I am joined today by a, I feel like I want to say that you're an old friend, but I really haven't known you that long. He is a sports better, a gambling addict, a with yet a DJ name. We've got John Boy Beats here. John Boy, how's it going, my man? It's going good, man. I'm, I'm excited to talk a little uh, NBA playoffs with you today. It's uh, it's getting to that point of the season where CJ Ellaby and, uh, you know, Isaiah Roby are the talk of the town. And it's like, it's, it's uh, I'm ready for playoffs. I'm absolutely ready for playoffs too. The reason we're focusing today on underdog best ball draft is I feel like we're at the time where it's not so helpful for me to do a podcast the night before about betting on the games for friday because by the time friday comes a lot of guys are already sitting out we don't know who play we're we're as i said we're deep into the benches now uh the handicapping is really difficult so let's look forward to the playoffs and uh i thought of you today because you had sent out a uh part of your newsletter which i love show me the data uh how can people subscribe yeah it's just uh through substack the uh link is in my bio i do I do a few, I, I try to do like a, a kind of a free uh, newsletter just with whatever's crossing my mind, maybe like once a month. And then um, if you're, if you're into NBA top shot, if you're into NFL all day, any of that stuff, I have uh, a lot of different data and spreadsheets and a discord and everything for that, uh, for the, for the premium side. But uh, if you just want to uh, be a part of uh, something random that comes across my brain once a month and just sign up for the free side. And this month you got the uh, NBA underdog, uh, Playoff best ball. <laughs> uh, I love the playoff best ball. And uh, you had sent out an email talking uh, about what players to draft for the NBA best ball, kind of how to plan your drafts. And you used your patented, I don't know if it's actually patented, but I think of it as patented for you, your your flow, your flow chart strategy, which, uh, you know, one of my claim to fames at SGPN as an editor was bringing you on and you started doing your flowchart DFS strategy on sgpn.com. Explain your flowchart. Yeah, so I mean, the flowchart started, like you're saying, uh, I don't know, three three or four years ago now, uh, just through um, 
you know, like NFL DFS on a, on a normal weekly basis of like, Hey, here's uh, here's kind of a pathway to help build strong GPP teams. And the, the, the part that I like was frustrated about reading different content throughout the industry is like, there's a lot of different articles and stuff like that, that say like, Hey, here's a couple good players or Hey, here's, you know, a, a handful of punt plays or whatever, but there was nothing that I ever really like tied it all together and gave you like a, a, uh, a good lineup at the end of the day. And so that was kind of the point of the flow chart. And so since then it's kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit. It's still um, <clears throat> definitely does a lot of the hefty, heavy lifting on the NFL side, but I've tried it out for NBA DFS and now uh, I'm trying it out for the NFL or sorry for the NBA playoff uh, best ball, which I, 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 uh, I think is a really good use for because there's so much different uh, correlation that you need in these best ball drafts. And the other thing that's like incredibly important in these best ball drafts is understanding like generally ADP, like where the players are going. Right. And so like, if you draft a player early, you know, that you can like not even worry about that team for three rounds because you can get X and X player later and you can kind of focus on other teams in the interim. And so that's kind of the, uh, the goal here with the flow charts. And what I did is I put together basically five of them and, and we'll kind of go through them, uh, you know, throughout the, the pod here, but there's, there's five of them basically. And it helps like kind of give strategies for like all the different potential starting spots that you can get randomly put in on underdog on underdog in the draft. People have really responded to the flow charts because of what you're saying. People, you know, everybody does their picks. They don't really give you how to stack certain players and certain, uh, whether it be a draft like underdog fantasy or by price, like you would do in the NFL DFS uh, as you were doing it uh, for us in the early SGPN days. And um, it's helped me greatly because as I have not been playing a lot of NBA DFS because I've been so into just uh, betting NBA. So, but I love getting into these basketball leagues for the playoffs and I immediately remembered, oh man, these are so much fun. And I've been doing drafts pretty much all day using your flow charts a lot of the time. Um, so I'm excited to, to dive into it with you. I should, I should mention you have a, a promo code for underdog. Promo code JBB. JBB. Is that like a deposit bonus or something? Yeah, it's a deposit bonus. I, I uh, forget exactly what the match is, but yeah, 20 go, bucks or so, 50 bucks or something. Yeah, go get the deposit bonus and try this out. Why should somebody try these uh, best ball drafts? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the playoff best ball is like, you know, I, I think a lot of people are probably familiar with best ball in general. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's a, it's a quite a bit more popular. There was even uh DraftKings and underdog did pretty big NBA best ball ones uh, contest this year for the regular season. Um, and so I think the general concept, most people understand now where you draft, you know, a pretty large team, then at the end of every week or every round, the, you know, the best scores are just kind of auto, uh, uh, auto, you know, populated and however your team does, you kind of move on to the next round. Um, and I, I would assume that there's a decent amount of people that have maybe tried their hand in the NFL uh, best ball streets for mm-hmm. the playoffs. And those are really fun because basically you're trying to build a team that is going to be really strong in the Super Bowl, Right. And so if you, you know, like this, this last year, um, it was really interesting how like the Gabriel Davis game happened, um, you know, in the, the, the round of like a couple rounds before the um, like Super Bowl, right? Or I think that was, that was the round before the Super Bowl, right? I forget when that was, but 
but it was a couple games before the actual Super Bowl. So everybody who had Gabriel Davis, who scored four touchdowns or whatever um, on the Bills against the Chiefs, everybody who had Gabriel Davis, you know, made made it to the next round. But then the Bills didn't make it to the next round right so then Mm -hmm, like all those teams are just kind of dead um and so that there's like huge variance in in the nfl side and you're kind of like almost betting on some of those like scrub guys like you want to get to the super bowl and you want to have a guy on the end of the bench that scores a couple touchdowns or whatever in the nba it's really different because like the it's not one and done right and it's a it's you know it's a best of seven series and for the most part like the nba is a lot more predictive Right. So like, like you roll out the ball on, you know, seven straight games for the Bucks series. Like there's like maybe a 1% chance that like Bobby Portis outscores Giannis, right? Like maybe even less than 1% to be yeah. honest. Um, but you know, it's just not going to happen in NBA. And so that's where it starts to get interesting because you're trying to build a strong finals team, but at the same point, like having, let's say you like bet on the Bucks to make the finals, but having like a Grayson Allen, um, or a Pat Connaughton or some of those guys, like doesn't really do you a whole lot because you can only score five players. And so like having that depth on your team doesn't actually help you because those guys are just basically zeros throughout the playoffs. They're just never going to kind of show up. And so um, it's a little bit more nuanced than just like saying, Hey, I want to stack two teams that I think are going to make the finals and just go really deep on them. Hey, listen, I know. This is a basketball podcast, but we are right in the middle of one of the most exciting golf tournaments around the Masters. And you want to make it even more exciting? Make sure to get down on Wins Bet $10 to win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you up for $200 in bets. I mean, the Masters is already going on, but the win, you can bet any day and get this promotion. Bet $100 on golf from Thursday through Sunday. Thursday's already passed, but you can do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you'll be entered to win a golf experience to the only golf course on the Las Vegas Strip, Win Golf Club. Multiple entries allowed if a patron wagers $1,000 on the major golf championship Friday through Sunday, they are eligible for 10 entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and, pres- and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, I mean, I think like my general strategy as I'm drafting, and this is just like a super kind of macro level deal is I want to leave the draft with as many top three players on a team as possible, right? Um, And, you know, even if that means taking some kind of weird teams, like taking a Toronto Raptors or Chicago Bulls or Minnesota Timberwolves or something like that, I want to have as many top tier players who like on any given night, Carl Anthony Towns, could outscore Jokic right um and so like having that potential to have a Towns in my lineup that could help me beat a Jokic team is way better than having a Bismic Biombo in my lineup during the first round where there's no chance Bismic Biombo is going to outscore any of those top teams but yeah maybe he helps me in the finals you know uh okay so yeah let's talk through like how to balance your teams but let's start with 
uh, because I'm a Suns fan, I would love to start with your yeah. Suns flowchart lineup. Uh, and if you get in the three spot or higher, you're you can get Devin Booker, right? I mean, he's going pretty much one, two, or three. Yep. And if you get Devin Booker, you then want to get Aiton or CP3 in the second round. Yeah. And like a couple, like, so this came out, I think about a week ago. I'm not sure exactly when this dropped, when this started, but obviously everybody's heavy on the Suns, right? They're the top team in the league this year, um, have the best chance, you know, across the board to make the finals on any book you look at. Um, and so pretty much Booker, CP3 and Aiton were all getting taken in like the first eight picks, right? So it was really hard to get Booker and one of those other guys. Mm -hmm. um, but since the, the, the mindset has kind of shifted a little bit and now people are getting a little bit nervous of the Suns because they have uh, such an ability to sweep, like they're such good chances to sweep in the first round. And yeah. so if you only get four Suns games, but let's say you get, uh, let's say the Grizzlies go seven, right? And you can get seven games out of the Grizzlies, then maybe like the Grizzlies are a little bit better bet than the Suns. And so now it's actually, um, it's it's skewing a little bit too far, I think. And you and I've gotten Booker and CP3, Booker and Aiden quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, like best case scenario, you get all three, but that's like not going to happen, I don't think. Um, but it is starting to be pretty feasible that you get two. I was able to get Booker and CP3 pretty regularly in first and second round, but Aiton would not be there in the third yeah. round then for me. I did, I was able to get like uh, Bridges in the third or fourth round, yeah. but I feel like you don't have that on your spreadsheet because you want to balance it between the Suns and then like some teams in the East. If you get certain players, then you would then want to get uh Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum or like uh Jalen Brown and Al Horford start stacking teams in the east yeah because the the way that I look at look at it is like okay the Suns are very you know like we just talked about very favorites right and so a lot of people are trying to get those perfect like Chris Paul Devin Booker teams or Chris Paul or Devin Booker and Aiton or whatever and so if the Suns make the finals there's going to be like a ton of those teams that are in there um yeah. but if if like if you are able to take uh booker and Chris, so let's say like the bucks make the finals with the suns right so the teams that have you know a booker and chris paul are not going to have well they're already not going to have Giannis because he's you know the number one pick overall um yeah. but they're also if they if they spent a second round pick on booker or on paul then they're also not going to have drew and middleton right they're just going to maybe only be able to have one of those right and so um so so like if if you think that there's a possibility that like middleton or drew can outscore chris paul then like it's it's you just kind of start going down the path of like okay well maybe there's going to be if we make the finals maybe there's less teams that have booker plus drew plus middleton plus whatever uh versus like a heavy early suns team and then you like are rolling out you know bobby portis and grayson allen as your like fifth players to make up your starting lineup. Um, so, so I, I like to think about how to be a little bit different with the Suns, just because they're such a tricky team to try to stack early because you're just giving up so much early equity in them that you're kind of left with like some of the, the, the middle tier players on most of the other teams by the time it gets back to you.
and another quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it is a hectic time of year. There are weddings, there are graduations, there are spring sports, there are still winter sports and more. We're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget, hey, you gotta take a second for yourselves. I mean, the world is coming back. I know you wanna get out there, but take a break once in a while and get yourself an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that is made to chill. Summer is on the horizon, baby. All you need is a Coors Light and you can take a break anywhere. In your closet, you know, maybe uh, in your backyard. Uh, maybe you're hiding from your wife in the tool shed, whatever. I'm not speaking from personal experience. Maybe I am. There's only one beer out there that's literally made of chill, and that is Coors Light. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So in your flowchart, you, you mentioned that you don't think you want you're not going to have Milwaukee incense players because you want to think a little different. So you have options of the Celtics, the Nets, and the Heat to stack on your other side uh, because you think fewer people will have those teams stacked with the Suns than Milwaukee. Right, exactly. And what what I like um, about – so this actually isn't – since I came out with this, I don't think the Tatum and Brown is possible because – there was a while where Tatum was slipping into the second round, but now he's like pretty much a top five pick every time. Um, and so I'm kind of Xing that one off. So you'll notice it says, if you're able to get Tatum, then you should take Brown in the third round. Same thing with Durant. If you're able to get Durant, then you should take Kyrie. Um, but I don't want to take, like, I don't uh, only want to take Kyrie. Like, I don't want to have a a Suns Nets series where I don't have Durant in my final, you know, right. um, and same thing with Celtics. I don't want to have a set Suns Celtics where I don't have Tatum. And, and so this kind of plays, uh, plays out um, for a couple different players as well, because like, even if you play, if you, even if you take Harden, um, then you're, you're having a Suns Sixers, but you don't have Embiid because uh, he's right. taken before Booker usually. So like, that's just not an ideal thing. And so that's why I really like the heat here. Um, and like maybe we could take a step back a little bit and like part of the reason why I like to draft a lot of teams in these is every time you go into a draft you are just trying to basically like play what cards are dealt you for the first couple rounds and then just like lean heavily into that bet coming true right so like if if you get a booker plus Jimmy Butler plus bam in your first three picks well now in your brain it's like okay this lineup I'm betting on the Suns versus the Heat in the finals. And then you're going to kind of keep building your, your lineup around that. Even if like in the grand scheme of things, you don't really think that's that great of an odds of happening, but um, you just want to like in the odds that it does, you want to have the best five players in that series kind of thing. Right. And cause you're building lineups for the big tournament, the dance tournament, right? That's yeah. what we're talking about. We're not building teams for like a three person challenge with your buddies right now, because then if you're in like a couple of people, if you're just in a couple of people league, you would probably want to like spread out your uh, players, but this you're going all in on a couple of teams, hoping you put enough lineups in one of them's going to hit because it's a big enough payout to then uh, make up for all the, the entries you're missing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you're, you are shooting to have, so like, 
um, even if, so like going back to like the, um, even like the Suns, so like the Suns versus Bucks is a really good example, right? Because that's like probably a really common like finals um, bet that people are making. So yeah, it's really hard to get, it's it's probably going to be pretty hard to get Suns Bucks teams through because they're not going to be very strong because you're you're not going to have like Giannis plus many of the good Suns or whatever. Um, and so like, but but what you're doing is like, let's say you draft ten teams that are Suns and Bucks, you're just hoping that like some of those things, some of those teams get through if that happens, and even if mm-hmm. two of them get through, and then those two teams end up being pretty strong relative to the field then you've got a shot at taking, you know, the 30 grand up top or the 10 grand to second place or whatever. Um, but, but you're you, like, in, it's, it's always better to kind of lean towards building out your finals matchup um, at the kind of the very end of drafts, like the very, very end, if there's no better options, then I would lean towards your finals matchup versus like um, another player to help you get out of the first round. Because like once you get to the finals like if you don't have five players in the finals in your draft you're just not going to win right there's going to be teams that have five players and you're just not going to win so that's what i would always try to get to i would always try to make sure at the end of the draft like if you don't have five from a finals matchup make that happen so if you get the top spot overall and you get Giannis, i'm seeing in your flow chart rather than doing Giannis plus some suns players to try to get that too many people are going to have that so you're going to get Giannis, and then you're going to try to stack with Middleton or Drew, but then you're also going to look at getting uh, Grizzlies or uh, Warriors on the other side to because there's a possible good possibility that that happens. Not as big of a possibility of the Suns going all the way, but we can see those teams in the in the finals. Right, exactly. So like instead of instead of taking um, you know a Giannis plus uh, Drew Holiday plus Mikhail Bridges um then you have you know so then if the suns and bucks makes the finals you have the fourth best player on the you know you have the two two best player on the bucks and then you have the fourth best player on the suns instead what you what i like to bet on is either the warriors or the grizzlies making the finals and then i have steph or jaw there and so then i have the first best player on that team um in the finals matchup because more than likely like and we keep talking about the Bucks and Suns and like I still haven't figured out what team does well in the finals that because the draft is so top heavy with those guys so mm-hmm. it is going to be interesting if that happens um, about what the winning teams are um, but the the there's there's a lot of other paths that you can say like okay if the final shake out like last year if everything played out last year where the Bucks and the Suns like weren't the, you know, odds on favorites. And they, you know, this draft last year, they wouldn't have been getting drafted super early. Um, then the team that won last year was, you know, Giannis, Middleton, Booker, CP3, and Aiden. Like mm-hmm. that, that was just the team that won. Like you needed all five of the very best players. Um, and so that's what I'm betting on is, is other matchups, whether it's, you know, the Heat making it or the Jazz are relatively cheap now where you can get like uh, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell pretty late um is just like trying to build as many teams with like best players as possible and then just kind of hoping for chaos one that's very interesting to me is the second one you have in the news that you sent out was with you get Embiid in the first round then go for Harden in the second round and then Jimmy Butler or Jalen Brown in the third round 
which seems a little different than some of the other flowcharts because you're looking in the third round, you're looking for like some of the better players you can get on the other side in the West. But why get Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown when you start with the 76ers? Yeah. So, so um, there's, there's a couple different ways that you can build it. And I think one of them is kind of leaning heavily. So like, if you start with Giannis, I like to lean heavily into the bucks making the finals. Um, but if I start with the Sixers, just because the depth of the Sixers isn't crazy and like Embiid and Harden suck up so much fantasy output on that team. Um, like, yes, Tobias Harris does well. And yes, like Tyrese Maxey's maybe in the conversation, but then like after that, there's like really nobody that's worth drafting on the Sixers. And so in that scenario, then I'm trying to basically in my draft, I'm trying to set up um, a potential of like four different or, or three to four different finals matchups of five players. So I'm trying to take like five players on the East, five players on the West and be able to have like combos of threes and twos and threes and twos all right. around. That way I, it's open to like anything kind of playing out just because I don't think like it's I, like drafting like uh, a Georgie Nang on the Sixers, right? That's just like not going to do anything for you like throughout the tournament. Like he's probably there's a good chance, like, even if the Sixers make the finals, there's a good chance that he doesn't record a single point for you, like, the whole tournament. And so right. that's kind of thinking backwards, like, how I want to look at the Sixers is I just want to get Embiid and Harden, and then I want to kind of go elsewhere um, and hedge my bets. And, and I'm making the bet that if the Sixers make the finals, Embiid and Harden is all you need. And, yeah. and the reason why I picked, sense. Uh, and the reason why I went, so, like, in that flow chart, I have, like you said, focusing on Jimmy and Jalen Brown, Jimmy or Jalen Brown in the third round, and then punting off to the Warriors or the Jazz in the fourth or fifth round, because like in the fourth and fifth round, you can still go back to back and get Clay and Draymond. And so you're mm -hmm. still getting two of the top three Warriors there. And you can get Donovan and Rudy Gobert on the Jazz. And yeah, maybe you know, the Jazz aren't, you know, insane this year. They're not as good as they have been in the in recent years but still being able to get the top two players on the jazz and pairing them with the top two players on the sixers like that is a very strong lineup in a world where it's jazz versus sixers in the finals you know okay another quick break and we'll be right back did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy crazy i know but that's why you need added security you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to truly stay private and secure on the internet. Nobody is seeing what porn I browse. That's right, because I got IP Vanish. Use IP Vanish on unlimited devices with sac without sacrificing speed. Use it on your computer, your tablet, your phone, even devices like your Fire Stick. Just go to IP vanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's IPVANISH.com slash SGP. Go today. Okay, last question on this, and then we'll plug where people can go look at all of this because I feel like us talking about it is great, but you have to look at all of this data to really uh, grasp it. Um, I did notice in your Boston Celtics flow chart, you have Robert Williams at the end of it or yeah. the fill-in. Now explain that because he's out for four to six weeks, right? 
Yeah. So, so this is, uh, I'm actually really glad you brought this up because um, one of the things that I like to think about is how you can, so, so like starting with Jason Tatum and Alan Brown, like getting two of those guys in the first three rounds is pretty easy, right? It, it It's yeah. going to happen a lot. Like there's a lot of teams that are going to have Jalen and, um, you know, Jason Tatum. And so, and like, just like, it's really easy to start Giannis, Drew and Middleton. Like you, you can get all three of those guys pretty easily. Um, and there's, you know, probably a world where that end up being the nuts, but the, the, what you want to like, think about is like, okay, since there's a lot of people that are drafting Brown and Tatum teams, how can I try to be like a little bit different with this team versus like everybody else who's going to have this team? And so what I'm kind of betting on is like, okay, the people that draft Brown and Tatum are then probably also going to have Marcus Hurt and are probably also going to go after Al Horford. And so if, um, and so like, if I just kind of skip those guys in the, you know, fourth or fifth round and I wait until Robert Williams and I just bet on like, uh, Robert Williams, you know, coming back for the, you know, conference finals in the finals or something like that. Um, you know, a healthy Robert Williams can easily be a top three scorer on the, on the Celtics. Right. right. And then yeah. if, if, if you're able to take a big like earlier, right. So if you're able to take a Jaron Jackson jr. Um, or uh, a Rudy Gobert or something like that, that can be like the main big for a couple rounds, then you're able to kind of, eat a couple of rounds of no Robert Williams. And then when you get to the finals, you know, you're, you have Tatum plus Brown plus Williams, and you're going against teams that have Tatum plus Brown plus Horford and, yeah. and Williams is starting and he's potentially having a little bit more upside in the finals. And so uh, there's a couple different scenarios, I guess, like how I would try to like extrapolate that out further is like, okay, if there's combinations that seem like really easy, like it's really easy to get Clay and Draymond on the same, right? Um, it's really easy to get, um, um, like Desmond Bain and, and Jaron Jackson Jr. on the same team. So if, if it's really easy to do that, then you want to try to think like another level beyond and say, okay, how can I make sure that this team is still different than like all the other teams that I, that I've, uh, that are going to look like this. And sometimes that can mean just like completely kind of skewing, um, ADP a little bit. Um, and just like, like, uh, uh, like going like the, the one example we were talking about where um, you start, uh, I think it was starting with Booker and then you just kind of draft Butler and out Adib- uh, early. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like you take both of those guys ahead of ADP, but, but there's not going to be a lot of Butler Booker uh, Bam teams. And so you're just yeah. trying to kind of be a little bit different there. I love all of this. I love digging into it. I feel like it's best if everybody goes and takes a look at this though. So you can go yeah. to johnjackson.substack.com or just go to at John Boy Beats on Twitter and you can go to his link and get to his Substack there. And if you are interested in NBA Top Shot or in, uh, NFL All Day, you're stupid if you aren't also subscribed to his Discord, to his uh, channel, because uh, you give me so much information. The only reason I, I told you coming in, I'm in the top 1% of uh, <laughs> NBA Top Shop. No big deal. And it's no. all because I give all the credit to John Jack. I would make a lot of ridiculous choices if not for you and uh, your premium data that you give in your spreadsheet. 
appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> so... I, I did. Uh, I did pin this article on uh, on my Twitter too, so it's the top tweet on my timeline. Uh, this this one we've just been talking about with all the flow charts, so it's easy to find there. Right, and this and this playoff best ball flow chart. This is part of your free newsletter, so you don't even yeah. have to pay for this, yep. right? So it's yep. worth you if you're going to do this at all. You just go check this out for free. Totally worth it. And uh, I, I think you'll be turned on to a lot of John's content. So love it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to join a, uh, a best ball draft and you're going to talk me through it. There's never enough sports to gamble on, right? You always need more sports. And what is better than horse racing? Because that is 365 days a year you can bet all the time. And hey, you might be like, hey, I don't know anything about horse racing. Don't worry. Get Stable Duel. They'll teach you about horse racing, and you could win as much as $40,000 on one entry. It's a DFS-style app where you can bet on the horses, and you don't have to just know everything about horse racing. All you got to do, download at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle, baby. Play, risk, win. You know this podcast is brought to you by PropSpot, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs is coming up and there's no better time to buy futures on PropSwap right now. You can get all kinds of deals that you aren't getting on the sports books that you can get on PropSwap. So go right now to PropSwap and start browsing the different futures bets that you like for the playoffs, PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot tickets for sale. A loyalty reward system that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500. Join the real sports betters on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports books. I'm in the four spot. Uh, what am I looking for in the four spot right away? Yeah, so I think we're going to, I mean, if Booker falls to four, I think we'll build a little Booker team. But um, if not, I think we'll go the Celtics route. Um, I think that would be the way to go and start with Tatum. All right. And if I'm in the sixth spot, is that the worst? Like if you hit a six spot? So I actually don't hate the six spot because I – Oftentimes you're able to pull off Luca and Jokic back to back. Um, yeah. You could also do Chris Paul and Aiden back to back, which is fun. But I really like Luca and Jokic because, um, like, you can basically just bet on one of those teams making the finals and only like one more player on that team mattering. And so you can pick like a brick and a nugget way down the at the far end of the draft, and then you can just hammer Eastern Conference teams through the middle. Um, and that's kind of fun. So I don't hate the last spot at all. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So you're saying pretty much at any spot, you can do an interesting lineup. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's to me and uh, Booker, Embiid and Giannis have already gone. Am I going with Tatum? Yeah, I think I think we're going to go Tatum here. Um, just I, I like the Celtics chances over the maps or, or nuggets. Um so, so we're going to pick up, try to pick up Jalen Brown here in the third. Um, that would be our goal. And then okay. and we need to pick a Western Conference uh, team now with the second pick. So uh, my preferences are Jokic, uh, Luka, uh, either of the Suns, and then uh, Jaw, 
or uh, Steph. And so if things go to play, we might have a chance to stack some Boston and Phoenix here, which I know would get you excited. So I think that, yeah. that might be able to work out. All right. Um, and in the fifth spot, Jokic already went. Luca went number six. Uh, number seven is on the clock right now. Um, and just right for those of you listening, like it, it is somewhat beneficial to pop out the uh, grid um, and watch the draft play because you can kind of see if there's sharp people in the draft that are trying to go for stacks, you can kind of see where they're going for a little bit. Um, and that can kind of influence, you know, if you need to maybe take a player a little bit earlier or, or, or a little bit later. Yeah, uh, this is good insider knowledge because I have not used the draft board uh, regularly, but I like how it looks. Okay, Morant just went in the eighth spot. I'm on the clock. Where am I going? Aiton's already gone. Gotta take CP3 here, right? All right, CP3. So going with a Boston Phoenix stack, which, yeah, I like already. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so now we're going to queue up Jalen Brown um and then yeah so we're gonna get Jalen in the third here and then we could try to get Bridges um in the fourth uh that would be a pretty strong start um if we can't get Bridges then we're probably going to be able to punt on um Phoenix for a little bit and so okay uh we can probably get Jay Crowder or Cameron Johnson in like the sixth or the seventh and so then uh, we just want to figure out if we would want to uh, go for another um, Eastern Conference team to pair with the Celtics or if we want to go for another Western Conference team to pair uh, with, the, with the Suns. Uh, so right. you're on the clock at three. On the clock and uh, Curry and Irving just went. So I'm going to go ahead and take Jalen Brown to stack with Tatum. Uh, so right now I have Tatum, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown. We're in the third round, coming to the end of the third round, and we're looking at the grid view. Are we seeing any sharps in here? Are we seeing any smart players? Are they stacking? Um, it actually does look like this is a pretty sharp one. So the first guy has Giannis, Drew, and Middleton. Then we have an Embiid-Harden team. Then we have a Durant and Irving team. Uh, then we have a team that's – then we have two teams that are kind of uh, – all over the place a little bit so yeah um uh, we're not gonna get bridges he just went so who are we gonna be looking for in the 21 spot um oh, i was kind of hoping we'd be able to get bam there so um, um all right so we're on the clock here we're not going to be able to get both of these utah guys um so I think we should go Golden State here and uh, just take Draymond, and um, we're going to hope that Clay comes back to us. Um, right. And the reason, so for the listeners, we had Tobias Harris available. We had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert available to us. Um, and then uh, Paul George, Pascal Siakam, those are kind of the guys in that range. The reason I like Draymond over those guys is uh, so Donovan, I, I would prefer Jazz because you can get Mitchell and Gobert and they're two stronger uh, fantasy guys, but I didn't think we were going to be going to be able to get both of them. Um, and so then the Jazz are kind of a, 
not as strong of a team. Um, and I don't really like Tobias Harris as the third option. And so getting Draymond, who's like, and, and potentially also being able to get Clay here, um, which it looks like we might be able to. Um, yeah, Gobert and Mitchell just went, Paul George just went, and Siakam picked right before us. Uh, it's the guy before us right now. Chip Skylark is on the clock. Uh, uh, looks he, like Clay Thompson is still available. Yeah, hopefully Clay's here because that would be uh, pretty good. Otherwise, oh, yeah, yeah, he just took Drummond. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, so I think Jeff, so let's look at our team here. So we've got, we've got uh, Tatum and Brown, and then we've got Chris Paul hanging out by himself, but we're going to pair him up with uh, hopefully Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson. And then we got Draymond and Clay. Um, so I think we're pretty good on the Warriors. Uh, I'm, I'm not thinking that we need to go any more Warriors. Uh, maybe we'll think, think about it at the end. Um, but I think we want to focus on some more Boston here and some more Phoenix. So, um, let's kind of see, I guess it would be, so Marcus Smart, let's queue up Marcus Smart and Horford, um, for sure. And then let's see who else should we queue up? And then I guess we need to queue up, uh, some of your Phoenix guys. Um, so Jake, we're on the clock right now. Should I take, uh, Marcus Smart or Horford first? Um, what's our big situation again? We have we no have, bigs yet. Big? All right, no. so I think Horford's the play there then. Okay. And then, all right. I think we're gonna wanna. Oh, Jay Crowder just went. Okay. So then we need to get Cam Johnson uh, next and make sure he doesn't get taken. Uh, oh crap! He's he's already taken. What? <laughs> uh oh we're coming to we're coming out here with a a naked chris paul um oh, no. type in type in a, a phx up there and you can see all the phoenix players oops uh-oh oh, i had a bit of a okay uh mcgee pain biombo are the next mm. guys up all right, Thanks. we're gonna oh. roll with uh so we right. so we need to go Boston heavy then. So go so you're gonna need to go Ma Marcus Smart here. Um, All right, so sure. Marcus Smart is still available. Go ahead and draft him. We're on the clock. All right. So like so this isn't ideal. We didn't we didn't uh Phoenix went a little bit earlier than they usually go here. Um but if we only have Chris Paul, then we wanna make sure that we're still able to set up a we're we're still able to set up a five-man team if Phoenix makes the finals. And mm -hmm. so that's why we want to make sure we have four Boston guys. Um, and so Chris Paul, Tatum, Brown, Horford, and Marcus Smart, uh, that's, you know, that's a, a solid team in the finals. Um, and luckily, the good thing about uh, not having the, the cleanest Phoenix stacks is there's not a lot of clean ones. So it's not that. Uh, okay, so now we're on the clock again here. Mm -hmm. uh we could uh load up some more warriors here um so we could go wiggins or pool um i think based on based on our uh, i think we're Eight gonna seconds. go pool i think we should cool. go pool. all right just because i view uh tatum plus brown plus green as a little bit stronger group 
than our guards were with Paul Thompson and Smart. Um, mm -hmm. So I like to always have like a couple more at the position where maybe I feel the, the least strong. All right, so we have two more spots. We only have one big with Al Horford, um, but we are looking yeah. at a Tatum, Brown, and Horford stack with Marcus Smart. And then we have Poole, Clay Thompson, and Draymond. And then, like you said, naked Chris Paul by himself. We got two more picks. What am I looking for here? Um, is is Vooch still available? Uh, Vucevic? No, he's taking No. Nope. All right. Um, okay, so I think... I don't is love this, but... What do you think? I was going to say, is this where we take Robert Williams? I think or... so. I think we do. All right. I I don't usually love pairing two bigs uh, together um, on the same team, but we're, we're going to do it here. Um, and we're just, I mean, the, the, the thing that's important to think about is, so right now you have Horford and Williams, and those are the only bigs, and I don't think we should really take another one. Uh, but that's that's not the worst thing in the world. Like I've done plenty of drafts where I just ended with one big because you got to remember when you do this draft, like we are we are all in on the Celtics right now. And we are basically saying this draft, the Celtics are going to make the finals. Um, and so having only one big from the Celtics isn't that big of a deal. If the Celtics don't make the finals, this team isn't going to win $30,000 anyways. Um, so so going back to our team, we have now we have five boston we have three warriors and we have one son um so we could the take clock cam again. yeah we could take campaign um i mean i guess like the the thing here mm. uh we got pain bismack biombo are there any guys from the suns 13 seconds what do you think yeah, I think we just take pain here um, just to help you get another son. But I'll, we can talk through what some of the other options were at this point. So there was Bobby Portis, which doesn't really help us a whole lot. Zach Levine, uh, but we already have five guards. Um, so Zach Levine is, you know, a top three guy. And so theoretically, that would be kind of a preferred pick. But uh, we already had a pretty strong guard group. Uh, Mike Conley, uh, similar conversation as Levine. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, the I, I don't love the campaign pick, just to be honest, um, because I just don't think there's a lot of worlds where campaign is really going to matter at all um, mm -hmm. from a fantasy standpoint. But when it gets to the end of the drafts, like, like to be frank, like, your ninth and 10th picks probably aren't going to matter for the life of the tournament for the most part. And so um, when it gets to the end of the drafts, what I like to do is like, I was asking you about like if Vooch was still available, because if you compare like Vooch and Levine at the very end, like that's pretty cool. Cause you get two top three players on the team <clears throat> at the very end of the draft. And even if they only, you know, have a six game series or whatever in the first round, like those are still strong points that a campaign isn't going to get you in the first round. Right. So it yeah. gives you a little bit more first round equity. Um, but when it gets to a situation where we were just in, where there really, you know, isn't a whole lot of great options there, then I'll always just peel back to the correlation and just try to add another player from a team um, that, that we don't have a lot of. So, so yeah, I mean, I like that one. We're heavy Boston um, five Boston players. And then we're just hoping that the, uh, the warriors or the Suns match up with them.
Yeah. So when you get into those kind of final rounds and people are flailing, you know, the plan was to get so-and-so-and-so-and-so, they went earlier than you thought, you're saying maybe start looking at, don't just get, don't just grab one player who you think is good just to get at them, like try to think through who you can get in pairs at the end, even if it's like outside of what the other teams that you you were focusing on the first rounds. Right, exactly. And and sometimes that can, you can start kind of planning for that a little bit um, earlier too. So like Carl Anthony Towns goes kind of early, uh, maybe in like the sixth or seventh round. Um, but if you know, like, like let's say uh, there's a scenario where like we know we're going to be able to get Robert Williams and that's like the big that you want to focus on. Well, then you can, and you know, you can get Robert Williams in the eighth or the ninth round. So you can take that Towns early and then you can take like Anthony Edwards at the end. And so then like your team, let's say you have like the Phoenix Boston stack, mm-hmm. but now you also have Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards on your team instead of Bismick Biombo and Grayson Allen. Right. So like, that's just a stronger, like, or, or sorry, not Grayson Allen, but like uh, Derek, Derek White, right? You, right. Like your, your options were Bismack Biombo and Derek White to pair with your Celtics uh, sons, or you were a little bit more thoughtful about it and you took Kat and Anthony Edwards and you just added like so much more first round equity to you without really losing any finals equity because there's not like a world where Biombo and like, and uh, Derek White are really going to matter in the finals, you know, from a fantasy yeah. standpoint. Absolutely. Well, hey, this has been so helpful. Thank you so much. People can find you at John Boy Beats on Twitter. They can go to your link tree, get to all your stuff, but it is uh, johnjackson.substack.com if they want to go straight to your newsletter and check that out where this post is. Uh, and you can look through all of his flow charts. Anything else uh, we should mention here before we let you go? I think that about wraps it up. Well, uh, I'll be in the uh, underdog lobbies here for the next uh, week and a half. So hope uh, hope to see uh, see a lot of you guys there. Yeah, absolutely. And make sure to use uh, JBB when you sign up for underdog and uh, get a deposit bonus and, uh, you know, kick back a little bit to John uh, for helping us out here today. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to go.